Welcome down to another episode of the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, and it is a very special one this week because it is the second major of the year. The PGA Championship graces the green, woody slopes of Oak Hill East Course. It is a one well, a rejuvenation of a classic <laughs> Donald Ross design, which promises absolute fireworks. And on this podcast, we have Kieran. And Jacob, my wonderful co-host, Mick. How well we just got back from Turkey, so Mick is having a lie-in today. It's, it's starting to look like he's just not part of this yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's like three in a row now is, that is he's this, not here. We were like slowly like edging him out. We'll, uh, we'll mention it. We won't, we'll mention him once next week. Then the week after we'll forget. Then the week after that we'll yeah. mention him. We'll just slowly phase him out. Yeah, just giving us an opportunity to get our segues in, isn't yeah. it? Just no. like we're, we're just getting better and better yeah. every week. Exactly right. A year and a half, someone's going to turn around and go, "Well, this one was another guy." On this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be us else. that'll be us i'm sure there was a fourth seat here oh, at some point very very strange um yeah so mick is having a day off we have just come back from turkey so um kind of got back relatively late last night I drove straight back up to scotland so if i do doze off at any point um in this podcast I would like to be physically or verbally prodded. Um, that what time did you get in from the... Uh, I got in like 4am. 4am. Yeah, and like I'm one of my very few strengths in life. I'm, I'm pretty rubbish at everything, but operating on little sleep, I'm not too bad at, but I have only had like six hours sleep in two days, according to Whoop. So yeah. I am now God. in the danger zone. Well, it's, it's, wor- it's working off limited sleep with the help of coffee. Is the is Oh, the no, cu- no. I, I'm literally just operating on coffee now. Yeah, exactly. I only have caffeine in my system. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen you eat today. No, I've not. No, yeah, you've not I'm, eaten I'm, I'm not even hungry. I have forgot about it. Did you not eat when we oh stopped? God. No, you didn't, did you? No. No, you had nothing to eat. That's, That's a protein bar this morning. That's naughty. Because I'm an athlete. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was... Incredible to be honest, Turkey. Uh, that's probably what's keeping me going—the adrenaline rush. Yeah, uh, it looked it looked really cool. We played five courses in four days, six courses in five days. There's a lot of golf, not many days. Uh, beautiful <laughs> hotel at Gloria and amazing weather. So we're over there with Jet Two and Go Turkey. It's to be honest, I'm I'm excited about the videos that we're gonna bring out for you. I think there's a really really good display of golf in a lot of it. I'm I'm actually shocked mm. at how well I'm playing at the moment. You're just and continuing to surprise yourself. But there's no reason why. I've not done any practice. <laughs> yeah, you've done no practice <laughs> at all. Literally nothing. Yeah. Like I've I've done shuffle. And yeah. <laughs> are you thinking about anything? Or are you just Yeah, just yeah, I'm thinking about my swing. Oh right, you are actually yeah, you're just, not just swinging. No, no, yeah, it's just a continuation from last year, but I'm looking up and the ball is continually <laughs> going somewhere where I wanted to. <laughs> Apart from like one video where it did go a little bit wild, but anyway, that's a different story for a different day. We are here met at the beautiful Dundonald links. Mm. Um, beautiful. Uh, another reason why I'm, yeah, I'm slightly tired, like literally straight off the plane into the car. And up here, um, we are up here for the week. Yep. Filming again, lots of content and what better place to do the podcast and to watch the USPGA. Yes. From this very yep. hallowed turf. <laughs> I have just realized, and uh, this has got on this trip only now that I can see the Isle of Arran there, out there. Isn't this mad? Yeah, it's stunning spot. I've just, it? I've only l- l- literally just noticed it. Like you can actually see the Isle of Arran out there right now. Yeah, and the uh, putting green and the 
esteemed links of Dundonald. And, and uh, producer David. And producer David. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say, a while we're here looking over Dundonald, congratulations for breaking into the top 100 courses yes. in the UK. Absolutely. Very, very well deserved. If you haven't had a chance to check this course out, come and play it. Mm. It's an absolute must. This is going to test your game this week, I think. Yeah, well, we are doing a video which is very much based around score score yeah. so <laughs> yeah this this will put you in your place this well, week i think lo- long hope the uh, the good golf continues because mm. you, you are going to need it well mm. the whole point of one of the videos we're filming here is i've been so surprised <laughs> about how well i'm playing um final qualifying for the open is at dundonald this year yeah yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to go around we're going to play serious serious golf very serious golf and if i can shoot on the par around Dundonald, off the championship tees, then I will enter open qualifying. Wow. Um, Hot take there. Well, you've heard it here first. You can't go back on that. Yeah, the the thing is, like, if you play... Like, if you you manage to get through regional open qualifying, which I haven't done yet, and you get through to final, you have to shoot on the par. Oh, yeah. So if I can't shoot on the par here, what's the point in even... Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Like this is, you know, this is this is my course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, so so this is final qualifying. So where's regional? Uh, regional is a uh, Brassy. Is oh it really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh wow, you like that course as well? E- yeah. No. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But you, you <laughs> the only time you've played that is in the midst of a. Uh, yeah, but you actually played really well. A hundred holes yeah, in a so day. I mean, we did play that course in two hours. So the, the <laughs> blur of it yeah. as it went past was great. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I yeah that was a that was a beautiful course actually I remember it was kind of being sort of two two sides to it you sort of started where it was there was trees involved and then it got very awesome. open as it as it and went further l- on and a lovely buggy I may say yes brand some new, of the best buggies I think buggies we've, like ever, we've ever best suspension I've ever seen on a buggy ever very very good. our bums were well looked after yeah. that day yeah you know we we have very few. Uh, like weird things that we're into, but buggies and buggy <laughs> suspension yeah, yeah. does it for us. Well, I mean, all. you didn't even use it at all because you walked. No, I was admiring it while walking. There. Yeah, mm. like I, I was moving that fast. I was keeping up with you. Yeah, yeah, I, was yeah. Ch- I was checking out the suspension. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> it was. It Look was very exhaust. very good. So yeah, we're doing that video, um, seeing if we can. Yeah, if we can break hard, then we'll enter it. We'll give it a go. We'll film it. Um, you know, being a PJ Pro, playing in the Open would be absolutely amazing. Uh, but there are PJ Pros also playing in a major event this week. Yeah, what a segue that's that brilliant. Um, at the US PGA, I think there's a twenty of them. Twenty, yeah, yeah, twenty of them. So twenty regular-ish pros. I mean, we say regular pros. A yeah, lot regular of the, can be. A lot of the PJ Pros in the US are practically. <laughs> they're, know, they're playing. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're players. You know, yeah. they're, they're there for a reason. Um, but the actual second major of the year. Uh, originally, when Oakmont was picked, uh, when Oak Hill, sorry, was picked, it was meant to be in September. Yeah. So the USPGA is was traditionally the last major of the year, yeah. and now it has moved to May. This would not be an issue, except that Oak Hill is in northeast. Yeah. It's like near Canada, Rochester, yeah. Rochester New York. Rochester, upstate New York. Yeah. It, it's practically in Canada. Yeah, literally. Um, so a lot of the talk around this week is, is the weather going to be good? Is the course going to be ready? By all accounts, the weather is going to be okay. Oh, I've, yeah, I've, I've got intel. It's fine. But, um, but cold. <laughs> but cold. But chilly. Yeah. Mid yeah. S- mid-60s, yeah. but I'm talking Fahrenheit rather than Celsius. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have uh, sweaters on. Yeah, and yeah. snoods. Snoods. 
outer layers. The early morning starters will be rocking their thermals. Um, I can see Adam Scott's like full beige set already. Oh. He's going to just blend in perfectly. <laughs> he won't do though, will he? he no? won't, Adam Scott won't, because you expect him to wear beige, but if he's going to wear a thermal, he'll wear like a, a grey thermal, like a pink top, <laughs> and like navy trousers. And then a yellow cap. <laughs> oh yeah, fair. <laughs> Just something that doesn't go. It, it, I don't know. Like, I don't know how he consistently gets it so wrong. Mm. Yeah. The thing is, like, he's such an attractive man. Is it, it him getting it wrong, well, or is it just is his scripting from it's um, is it Uniqlo? Yeah, yeah, Uniqlo. Yeah, like they are a big, mm. like yeah, a yeah, big, yeah. big brand, and I, and I cannot, I cannot believe that they are giving him, they might give him his script in, but just not tell him what order it's <laughs> yeah, meant to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they just but give him the clothes. It up. You put it together. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, it's a good job. He's quite a good looking bloke though, isn't it? Oh no, like but he can literally pull off anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my, my, my annoyance with it is he's such a good looking bloke that he could be a, he could be a stunner. He could yeah, be a knockout. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Like people could be swooning over him more than they already are. You know, Adam, yeah. get it together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> about what they're looking anyway. like and about how I they're going to play. I have a question about the um, the PGA um, pros and that. Could you enter that, or is it just US? It's US. US, PGA, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so they enter it kind of. Well, it, it's one of the bugbears with uh, like UK based PGA compared to US PGA. So the US PGA, if they win their qualifying competitions, they get into a major. Yeah. The UK PGA. So we used to. Uh, play the PJ Championship, our version of it. And if we won and finished high in that, we could get um, spots in the PJ at Wentworth. Oh, okay. oh wow. Uh, but slowly, like, over the years, that's been degraded. And we, we, I think I'm thinking maybe the winner gets a spot now. Um, but that's it. It's like yeah, one, one, spot. one spot. And wow. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not ideal. However, for the 20 PJ pros playing, good luck. Yeah, you fair know, play, good play luck. Play well, too. enjoy yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a challenge. It it's looks brutal. Mm. Sounds brutal. Well, uh, the last time it was played here, the USPGA, um, Jason Duffner won. 2013? 2013, yeah. And it was... It, it's, it's an interesting one because <laughs> it was a course that's obviously... It's a Donald Ross design. Mm -hmm. Very classical in many respects. And then over the years, it kind of morphed into something a little bit different. Still a fantastic golf course. You know, it's, it's Oak Hill. It's a, it's a name everybody knows. But it went away from the original design. So 2020, decision was made. They ripped out hundreds of trees. Yeah, loads of trees. They redid all the bunkers, all the greens, and returned it to more of that classic design. Yeah. Now, if you're not familiar with the Donald Ross design course, generally, it's going to be a raised up green, yep. lots of runoff areas, and vicious bunkers. Yep. Vicious bunkers. And fast greens. Yeah. Yeah, so what Donald Ross is um, East Lake as well, and Pinehurst number two. two. So yeah, it's it, the the course looks well for one. Just from the pictures, looks absolutely stunning. The work they've done on the greens. I think it was Andrew Green is the guy who's who's overlooked that in twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good name for for course. Uh, right now, yeah. coursework. Um, yeah, all those greens just up on their sort of their individual plateaus and tables. They, you know, they just sort of, they look so flat from above, but are naturally going to be very undulating. And they're not big either. They're, they're some of them, some of them are of reasonable size. But there's already been mention of these greens for the length of this course. It's going to play. You know, like you say, seven thousand three hundred. I think is the maximum it can be. Par seventy, Par 70 as, well. as well. Yeah, these greens are small for that length, so it's going to be 
It's going to be a really. I'm l- I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to this week. Well, I, I think the 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 USPJ has struggled. I would say for the last twenty years to have like an identity. Um, you know, you you go to the US Open, for example. You know, it's going to be the so tough. It's going to be brutal. So like, tough. It's yeah. going to be vicious. Yeah. Like players are going to leave that course in tears, wondering why they ever took up the game. The Open, you know, again, it's a links test. And the best thing about the Open is it could be very tough and entertaining. It could be still and entertaining. Yep. The wind could blow in the morning or the mm-hmm. rest of it. You get all the conditions. It's wild. Yeah. The Masters is Augusta. You know what you're getting. Enough said. Yeah. But the USPJ, like for the last, to be fair, three, four years has maybe been one of the most entertaining majors as far as like the players who have been in contention. Yeah. Um, and like battling it out at the top. It, it, I don't know if that's a thing to be possibly known as. Mm. Uh, like it's, it's no been way more to like what, a lot more drama. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. more been like the, the, the kind of shootout major where you know guys will just they can make birdies and guys will get to the top of the leaderboard and the cream naturally just rises to the top. I mean, obviously last year we saw Mito basically hand it away on the 18th and be somewhat of an unknown Still coming into that. Brutal. That. Um, mm. Yeah, I could, that was that was a tough watch on on full swing. I must and admit. the year before as well, Nicholson. Yeah, That's a big one. it's 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 a it's a top competition that can pull out some. Well, I don't want to say unknowns. Mm. Obviously, Mickelson's an unknown, but a guy that you wouldn't expect naturally coming into the week to be at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, so maybe that you know that entertainment factor. It's a it's a very difficult thing to try and measure and to try and predict, of course. But I'm I'm excited because we're going to get to see a course which a lot of people will be familiar with, mm. but redesigned for its former glory. And from all accounts, from what the rough has been like, uh, mm-hmm. from like what the greens are looking like, it's going to be tough. You know, a lot of people are saying anywhere between level and five under is probably going to be the winning score. So it's going to yeah. be a tougher test than maybe a few previous USPGAs. And I mean, there's only two par fives, and they're both under 600 yards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> over 600 yards. Over 600. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think on one of them there is like a ditch which is about. 300 yards off the tee and if the weather's not cold mm. they're going to be people are going to be laying up short mm. yeah, th- it could be a major where the two par fives are three shotters yeah yeah, yeah. Um, which is going to be unusual which naturally these days when players rock up onto a par five you just kind of put a circle around the score and say that's the birdie isn't it like yeah. it's yeah. just so that is such an awkward sort of that creek being 300 away that is such an awkward distance isn't it because not a yeah. lot of people are carrying 300 are they I, I, I must be honest I'm not a fan of creeks yeah oh no you fairway. hate that sort nah. of thing and like bunkers in the middle of fairways as well it don't does, you it does matter yeah. yeah you don't like that but not no it, it you know it's course management isn't it no, it's like yeah. um, the 18th on the earth. I don't think you've <laughs> literally the worst hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll throw, <laughs> throw up a picture now. It's got a creek which runs directly down the middle of the fairway towards the green. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Yeah, but, yeah, but it offers like you can can't you with that one you can go right and you can like bomb it right and it, you can go right at the creek and it's a good line in. Or if, if anybody, if anybody can justify a way that you should get punished for hitting the centre of a fairway, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm willing to listen. But it's, uh, it's not a bad point <laughs> to be made. To be I fair, know, I know what you mean. I know. What you nah, mean. yeah. Listen, it's just it's just a personal thing. Just keep your trouble offline. 
Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> what's, what's your like anticipation and build up now, knowing that Oak Hill's going to potentially play as tough as it is? Are you excited for that? Because obviously there's, there is a conversation on people thinking, do you want entertaining birdie-free golf all the time, or is it quite fun to see the guys potentially struggle? For me, when the course is tougher, that's when you see the best players rise. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, if the course is a little bit more playable, then... You know, you, you can get a few stranger names getting up there. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's a possibility whenever. But I think the harder a course is, the more it's going to reward ball striking, especially if it's like pretty thick rough. The only issue, you'd say, with the modern game is making course long and making the rough thick is going to play more into the bigger hitter's hands. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember watching the 2013 um, PGA and it was such like a plot around golf course that's why Jason Duffner was just so good and he just like hit every green in regulation like it was just great yeah. whereas this one is just going to be a who can hit it longest and who can have the best wrists in the <laughs> in the in the rough he's got the strongest wrist he's got the strongest wrist <laughs> it's like, like grip test it's like, yeah, it's like Bryson um, Bryson for the US Open like Going into that, you just knew that was going to be set up for Bryson because um, yeah, winged foot, winged foot, yeah. yeah, like literally, he just was bombing it. Didn't matter where it went, he knew he was going to do it. Yeah, so I'd say that if say 2013 when Jason Duffner won the course, as we've mentioned, has had some changes. I think it's over mm. 200 yards longer now. They've obviously taken loads of trees out, mm. which used to play into, as you say, plossing yourself right just around the yeah, course. You yeah. had to, you had to find parts of the fairway to actually get a shot at the green. Where now they've removed some of those trees which will help you now go for the green with with ease i suppose but it's um it's going to be it's going to be a really fun week i think there's potentially a few guys naturally who <laughs> are always going to be up there um i suppose the first guy we could probably start on is 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 rory because that is going to be all, as always going into a major like talk of the week mm. how is this guy going to get on because it's a he's an anomaly now isn't he it's, a, it's an enigma we don't know what he's going to come as yeah it, it, it's a little bit of a tough one at the moment because he is obviously still one of the best players in the world he's the most still the most talked about player in the world probably definitely um, yeah. yeah i mean I, i'd say over in europe but kind of in the us as well because you know he does have that star that star appeal and that kind of x factor that we all love um as far as a course to suit certain players yeah, it's it's a very cliche thing to say because you know every course would suit him, but Oak Hill really should suit him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you've got to be long off the tee. You've got to have the strength to shift it out of the rough, which he does. And his short game, you know, it is putting. You could maybe say you know isn't the strongest as it could be. Yeah, even yeah. though I think he's probably an underrated putter. But his creativity around the greens is fantastic. Mm. He's an amazing bunker player. Yep. And some of the bunker redesigns that they've done, you know, they look brutal. Yep. And it's going to be a key factor, you know, scrambling ability around the greens. And he does have that skill. So a lot of it, I think, with Rory at the moment depends on what's going on upstairs. Mm. Mm. That seems to be his biggest problem, really. Yeah, yeah but also with Ram coming into the... Um <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, with Ram coming into the the Masters, I seem to remember he's you know sort of dropped off a little bit, didn't we? We didn't really, he, we didn't really he, talk he went about under it. the radar. He yeah. did, we, and you know he was still world number three at the time. And this is now like this is going to be like a Rory at the moment. I think like you know not playing particularly well at the moment by his standards, but now he's got he's, he's got pressure on him, but he's not got like 
like pressure like John Rahm and, and Scotty Scheffler, who are obviously at the moment the two best players in the world. You know what I mean? So he's, he's, he was never going to enter a major week without being spoken about. Yeah, and no, like 100%, naturally, as 100%. you walk into a course and they say, oh, it's good for people mm. who are long off the tee. Well, who's the first name that comes to your yeah, head? Rory yeah. McIlroy. Yeah. Which is understandable because he does hit it a very long way. Yeah. It's, I, 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 I have false optimism, I think. I, I want him to do well, but I, I wonder if he's going to be able to find the form he needs to win. He, as you say, is a great scrambler. I think those those bunkers are going to come into play a lot. There's a lot of people that have made reference to the fact that his wife is from uh, from Rochester. So there's this kind of like, everyone's going to be on his side because oh, he's really? got family there. Wow, really. she's a know, she that. knows she, the course. Like, <laughs> naturally, <laughs> she's on the bag this week. Naturally, yeah, yeah, that, out. naturally, that area of America and sports fans have been known to be fairly sort of rash and rowdy and potentially getting them on your side is a better thing than not being on your side and because he's got family in the area that he'll have that that boisterous crowd with him the whole way but I mean he has the crowds where anywhere everywhere he goes so it's that's not really going to be any case but I just love yeah. the fact that this thought that yeah his wife's family are going to be like <laughs> everyone's coming out like I like that so I like that that but maybe being strange. back in that area and in a comfortable environment I don't know Feeling these, these, these kind of thing. things yeah, can yeah, yeah can play into into and for the mental game which is obviously the part he's yeah. struggling in a lot it could yeah and he's and he's won it two times already. look i'm clutching at straws you are here, reaching look. so <laughs> far that's what we have to do for rory what at the minute. A reach this is this is unbelievable um yeah I, i'm i'm not as hopeful this week but maybe i'm trying to reverse psychology myself i think you are i, yeah, I do maybe. it all the time I now um i think probably the the biggest potential miss from this week is going to be speed so out of uh, all the players currently out there, he and Rory are the ones most likely to, to have that career complete slam. slam yeah. yep. And the USPJ is the only one that Spieth hasn't won. He was coming into this week in actually good form. Probably his best play since 2017. Mm -hmm. And he posted on Twitter, I think it was, about his injury that he's got. And, yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't it's sound quite good. bad as well, yeah. doesn't it? Severe. Yeah, severe. Se severe pain within the wrist is. You know all about golf and wrist. Listen, and if, <laughs> if you want a if you want a thousand word essay on pain within wrists in golf, you come to me. Ten thousand <laughs> words, um, and I will give you the the full breakdown. Maybe we should send him some big grips. I was going to say, get Jumbo Max on the case. Say, just get him some Jumbo Max grips, and there, <laughs> there you go. Over. Shove them on there. Oh. Could you imagine him with them? Oh my God, do one now. I couldn't picture it. Imagine his because grip on that. He's quite wristy anyway, isn't he? Like we're in, in his nah, swing. Not, not so much like actually through impact. And this is very much, this has actually no basis in like um, reality. I'm just kind of saying this off the cuff. As he comes through the ball, he holds his left wrist off like pretty aggressively, really, with his weight right. and his irons. Like he holds the face, he doesn't really release too much until well after impact. Now, for him to have pain in his wrist, if it's he holds it in that position, it, it's not good. Not good, mm, yeah. It's really not good. Like Because you can't... The wrists are one part of the body when you swing, you can't get around. Yeah. Like, if you've got an injury, like, in your shoulder, say, or you've, like, pulled something in your leg, you know, you've got a gluteus maximus strain, <laughs> you can kind of get around that it's not comfortable but you can still play even to an extent if you've got a bit of a bad back that's probably the next on the list yeah is you that, can, you is that true david producer david is that true yes he's nodding the nod, look he's, at he's, that. He's, he's, he's propped up on pillows <laughs> on the couch <laughs> um 
you know, he, he, that's probably the next worst one. But even that, you can still get around a little bit. When it's in your wrist, you can't get away from it. Mm. You, you, you're hitting the you're ball, hitting and the that is the first point of shot contact with the body. And if it's hurting, yeah, you just flinch away from every impact. Yeah. So picker. Yeah. No divots. Just yeah. Yeah. flick it off. So we don't know. I mean, at this moment in time when this podcast, at time of recording, <laughs> Jordan Spieth is still down to play. Yeah. So he might get in there. He might not. But like he said in this tweet, he is taking it week by week. Mm. And I think as well, like, he's probably not going to take the practice rounds too, like, too serious. Not too seriously, but like, you know, he's not going to burn himself out on those you know i don't i don't know what his plans are but maybe the the practice rounds are kind of the trial run to see yeah, if definitely. he can go or not yeah. and maybe maybe then he'll make his decision but the problem is like no matter how even if he strikes it exceptionally well yeah no matter how well he strikes it he's going to end up in the rough yeah he's going to end up mm. with 150 yards that he's going to have to gouge some out yeah exactly yeah that's going to be the test and like if he's not if he's not feeling confident and there's something going wrong in his wrist. If he damages it more, that's going to put him out for more time. Yeah. yeah. And the fact is, that we, we do forget this about Spieth. He's still young. I like know, He yeah. still has lots of golf ahead yeah. of him. Like, there's no point kind of risking it for a, yeah. an, an injury that could like put you out for the whole season rather than a few weeks of rest. So whatever happens. Yeah, it's just sad from there, isn't it? Because at this time of year, like this is literally... Getting into the meat of the well, meat of the season, and now. you know this is his this is his grand slam. Like yeah, you say, yeah, like yeah. he he'll, he'll be waiting for this every year. Well, well, we want this as well because we want the storylines. Yeah, like we want to see Spieth up there battling out for that grand slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we want that. So. And he wa- he'll want that as well. Oh, I hope you so. Know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> be a weird situation if he didn't. <laughs> can't you know, be bothered. I'm, I'm just not. Oh, I'm like, just gonna give it a week can't off. Can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't even want it. Like, who wants a grand slam? <laughs> Boring. <laughs> so, Spieth, wish you well, mate. Hopefully you come through this and you can play again very soon if you don't play this week. Well, watch this. You'll probably win now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So but cut, there's, there's people like that, though, out there that, like, who have an injury and just, like, seem to like, play for it and even play better. Be scared yeah. of the injured golfer. Yeah. 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 Honestly, obviously you're right, and that's a, it's like a well-known kind of golfing phenomenon. But they're not the wrists. No. Nah. Yeah. Not having it. Not having <laughs> it. Um, Jason Day, by the way, um, talking about injury prone yeah, golf. Taking congratulations. Us, what, 29 minutes to get there. Yeah, on your win um, at the Byron Nelson. I think for a lot of people, like he's been trending. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've talked about him in pretty much every yeah. podcast we've had yeah, since. As far as favourites for tournaments. Like, I, I, I'm, I've always been a, a big fan of. Um, like his swings, all right. I know he's changed it quite a lot to mm. take a lot of pressure off his back, where most of his issues were coming from. Yeah. But I just love watching him around the green. I think he's such an amazing pitcher. He's one of the best putters in the world to watch as well. I just, I really like his whole game. So I'm glad to see him back. Glad to see him winning. Glad to see him healthy as well. Yeah, it was it was a really good performance actually at the at the Byron Nelson. He, like you say, his his scrambling, his ability around the greens, his putting is just continually solid like even through these changes like he's always been a great putter um the swings just looking so much more sturdy ball striking his back which is going to be a massive factor this week yeah. and coming off the back of a win you know he's going to be one of the high t- highly touted players i would have thought coming into this week it, it, it's i mean you see this all the time it's very rare i mean it, it's very rare in golf generally to win you know it's exceptionally hard is very hard to then back it up yeah. with another win. Yeah. Um 
you know the, the the fatigue of kind of winning an event it it does seem to wear down a lot of guys yeah. so um so if he if he managed to get another win then that'd be absolutely amazing but the added pressure of a major like the amount that that will take out of you yeah we'll have to wait yeah. and see and um, that like this wasn't just an like any other win this was a win after five years five of years, not being yeah. in the winner's circle yeah, exactly. like he's how much he's gone through so there's a lot of emotion and and physical um excision that's gone into that win and um, hopefully, <laughs> well, hopefully he can come and play well yeah, again. I mean but maybe just add confidence to him. Yeah, know, maybe. Like I mean, I'd expect him to. I'd expect him to be kind of in and around their top twenty-five. Mm. I don't expect mm. him to be to be. Because he was, he was doing well at the Masters, and then sort of the final round, he just sort of like capitulated. Which got, lost, was, got lost. Yeah, he like literally got lost. It but was going. It was going so well, and then yeah, well. just just spaffed it. Well, talk about the Masters. Do you remember who won that? Mr. John Rahm going for two in a row. Oh. Talking about storylines. I've got a good feeling he's had two weeks off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has, yeah. He's been chilling out. He's been mentally preparing, getting that matador attitude fired up, and he's going to rip Oak Hill apart. There ain't going to be any oak trees left. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a barren wasteland destroyed by the Spaniards. Well, by the sounds of it, there isn't any trees left anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. He's the one who actually chopped them down. Yeah, literally. <laughs> In preparation. Um, I mean, you know, we talk, we're talking about like things we want to get behind. We're talking about storylines. For me, this is one of them. You know, we are potentially looking at a player who could really, really dominate this year. Like, yeah. He's, he's been building, and he's been one of the world's best players for the last few years, but he just seems to have added this level of consistency in this attitude of perseverance that maybe he didn't quite have, you know, when he was letting his emotions get the better of him on the course. Mm. Now he seems able to fuel himself in the right way, you know, using those emotions to actually propel him forward. And yep. that's a scary thing. Because yeah, he's that, a, yeah. such a, uh, talking about plays who you love to see put, like, it's just, he's, he's got every single facet of the game nailed down at the moment and he can draw it now. Like, I'm I'm well on board the Ram train. Yeah, I mm. need to I, I need to have a look actually how many times he's going to have to hit a draw off the tee. I mean, if this is a fader's course, then then we might be in trouble again for number two. But I I almost I don't want him to do it. I know this is maybe I don't know maybe this isn't a you just hate uh, him, don't you? No, why do you hate no, John Ram so much? No he's hate. European. No, I, 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 can't, I can't I'd wait. I can't wait till we get him on this podcast. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and we're going to play him back this clip. I don't want him to do it. That's it. But no context. Yeah. That's Can you imagine the, the backtracking I will do? Oh god! I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I just, I, I, I just meant like, you know, I, I just didn't want you to win. You know, I want you to win another one. I didn't want you to win that one. I think John Ram seems like a lovely guy, but like, I really wouldn't want to. Oh, don't like, join me, Kieran. He might be coming. Well, no, 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 no. But I just wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to piss him off. Like, yeah, I really would not want to piss him off. Just his stare. Exactly. 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 Be staring he, at you. Yeah. Be staring at you like a mud ball. Exactly. It's just like whenever whenever I look into these tournaments and I've got some future stats uh, information coming up for my pick this uh, for this week. But whenever you look into events, and this is again plays on the fact of Rory, like how he stats out for courses and oh, if it's long off the tees, there's just guys that it doesn't matter what golf course they play. Like they just their facet of every game mm. of of the game is so good. It doesn't matter where they play. Mm. You're just looking at, oh, who's the best in greens and reg and who's the best par four scoring and who's the best off the tee. These guys are just top 10 in everything. Yeah. So you look at these guys, similar to Scheffler, you know, he's, again, coming off a top five at the Byron Nelson. He's obviously going to be up there again as well. Does it does it feel like it's a, a Rahm and Scheffler's to, to win? 
is is is, is, loop, is yeah, it yeah. well or lose or something yeah, whichever yeah, yeah. way around yeah. you want to put it but um i, I mean th- there's that many good players out there at the moment that you know if somebody comes through uh, from behind them to take the victory. It's not going to be a massive surprise. No. Um, you know, they're just... You'd say that Rory, Rahm, Scheffler, they're probably the, the... Well, they are the three best players in the world right now. And if somebody comes past them in the tournament, then they're probably going to win it, really. If you, if you finish ahead of them, then yeah. you've won. <laughs> I, 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 I would say it's so. It's a fair bet, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Pers- personally, I want Ron to win. I've got a, got a bit of a question here. Well, like, kind of. <laughs> He's uh, in my team, though, so... He oh, is yeah. in your team. Yeah, we'll get into that in later, team. yeah. Um, do you think that... So, say, say Ron, Ron wins this week. Um, are we thinking that we can compare this to the 2000 Tiger Woods? Like, do you think that he's now going to be beating Tiger Woods of that year? Because he obviously had he had eight wins, I'm pretty sure, in twenty in two thousand Tiger Woods, and um, Rams had what five wins already now, and a major or is it something like that? Producer David can help me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many uh wins has Ram had in yeah. the in the season so far? David? I think That'd it's great. I think it's six. I'm pretty sure, but also he hasn't gone up so, uh, outside the top twenty no. this year, which is. Re- Ridiculous. I know he's banked upwards of uh, twenty-four million yeah. dollars yeah. so far this year. Yeah, but which is mental. It's it's, it's way too early because like with with Tiger, he was so dominant for so long, and yeah. the way that he did it, breaking so many records. Mm. Like uh, you know, Ram isn't Ram isn't that kind of player. He's not an all-conquering. Will be here for a decade and not let anybody else win. Yeah, how many four, David? W- four wins. Forward, in- including the Masters. See, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the Masters is not like a separate God. one. He's hardly won anything. God, he's slacked. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. John, do you want to actually? He's got time. Yeah, he's got time. no, but that's what I mean. Like by the end of the season, I think we'll be having a conversation that like of comparing these two seasons. I reckon. Oh no, I, he's well on the way for uh, like a record-breaking yeah. year in in many respects. Certainly for a European golfer. So um, money wise, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. you know he's an exceptional player, but. Yeah, we would not. It, we don't want to get too carried away, you know. Every time somebody wins a major, it's an automatic. Oh, how many do you think you can win? Oh, is he going to break Tiger's record? Like, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. It, it's it's, just it's, it's, it's yeah. unfair. It's unfair on him. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Because as soon as he does that, you like you start comparing him to like literally one of the greatest of all time. Yes, but yeah. And I'm sure by the end of his career, Ram will be um, kind of judged as a you know one of the greatest golfers of all time. But yeah, yeah, we're talking Nicholas, we're talking Woods. Those two at this moment in time are in their own space. No, yeah, that was good. I agree um, with that. We have. What do we have? A little bit more controversy. Do we? Again this week. We can't stay away from it. Because. What did I do? The live bandwagon. Oh, okay. Phew. Is rolling into Oak Hill again. <laughs> they are oh, here. How do you reckon they're arriving? Do you reckon they're arriving on like a big private jet? Or uh, like a. I hope they all turned oh. up like on the same bus. And yeah. Like it <laughs> yeah. rolls in. <laughs> live bus. Yeah. <laughs> Big music. fog horn, like M- music player, oh. <laughs> big fifty-four wheeler, <laughs> yeah. rolling into the car park. Um, I think with, I think, I, I don't know what you guys think about this, but this year, the the, the open hostility towards live, I think it's still there, but it it definitely seems to have calmed down. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that it's it's become a little bit more accepted and. 
on a negative standpoint as far as what the PGA Tour will be concerned, European Tour, DP World Tour will be concerned, it's becoming a little bit more watched. Like the general well, the, golfing the, public the are paying a bit more attention mm. to. Now we're not talking loads, you know. We're not we're not talking a mass swinging kind of people watching that over the PGA Tour, but there definitely seems to be a little bit more interest kind of starting to be generated in it. I think yeah. since um, since the Masters, like I've certainly consciously looked at Live More, so I don't know if that's a byproduct of like how well the Live people have done, because obviously there was. Um, what was it? Three in the top six. So I think I've like consciously looked at the leaderboard all the time. Obviously, my mate Brooks is always up there as well, yeah. so that helps a little bit. He has no friends. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he'll literally tell me to go, yeah. just acquaintances. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I've, I've been certainly like looking at like the standings a little bit more. I, I must say, you won't be alone in that for sure. Yeah. I think there's almost a case that they just reminded everyone that they are still here good player and, and good players. Play, you know, well, they, yeah. I, I think that's absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. When certainly with Brooks, with Phil. Um, being up there around the top of the leaderboard. It all was wild. That, that, yeah, that, no that one saw came that from no one. Yeah. Um, that was one of those where people didn't ask that question. Obviously, it was fueled by the Live guys as well, saying, you know, we are still some of the best players, and yet look at our world ranking points. It's not mm -hmm. fit for purpose, needs to change, and all the rest of it. And I think quite a few people probably said, in all fairness... You've got to agree with that. They may have a point. Yeah. Now... You know, I'm I'm still I still haven't watched a live event. Um, I've no massive kind of interest in doing it, but there's no denying that it is starting to build a little bit of momentum. And to be honest, like there's a lot of players on there that could challenge this week. Yeah, and th I think that yeah. Who who do you re who do you reckon? I know you're going to say. Brooks, I mean, well, this is my this is my out there prediction for the PJ Championship this year is that I think a live player is going to win it. And yeah. and you know. My initial thought would go to to Brooks because of Beth, uh, you know, it's so very similar to Beth Page um, that he won in 2019. Um, he coming off a great performance in the Masters, um, but then the likes of DJ as well, who just bombs it. Like this is going to be a bombers course, so you got DJ uh, Brooks, um, you know, all those types of people that are going to be out there. DJ just won the recent yeah live event, uh, didn't he? exactly yeah. yeah I can li literally in yeah, in yeah. Tulsa, oh yeah. Oklahoma, <laughs> uh, uh, home of um, Southern Hills, isn't it? Tulsa? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. Uh, my my Netflix watching <laughs> I was about memories. Say, the amount of times we saw Tulsa, yeah, yeah, pop come up. up. Just imagine, oh man, Th just imagine the tornado of crap that is going to hit Oak Hill if a live player wins. What do you, yeah, what do you think will happen? Mm. Like, I, I, well, all, all that's going to happen is it's just going to reignite the debate around. Um, certainly how you rank live players yeah because the argument will always be they're playing in tournaments without a cup it's a limited field and that is not going to be as competitive as pj tour events yeah but there's absolutely no doubt that there is still a competitive element and there is no doubt that they are still some of the best players in the world like you're not telling me that cam smith is not a top ten player in the world. Yeah, yeah, n yeah. Like he, he's right, a fantastic right. golfer. Brooks, I mean, admittedly, over the past few years hasn't been great, but it does no. seem to be coming back into form. Over recent years, there is no one better in the majors than him as far as scoring goes. Yep. Like under par, 
Uh, DJ you can never count out because he's just a freak. He's just so good. Um, In so many ways. And then you've got you've got all the storylines as well. I know Taylor Gooch has had a really well, good year. That's on that's the big one, I think, is is obviously Taylor Gooch kind of brought up the conversation of world ranking points again in the fact that he won twice in a row and went down. Mm. Um, I, I, he, he's a funny one, really, because Gooch and Homer I kind of put together when they were first coming through on the PGA Tour, and I think that he could have had a very similar sort of transition into the PGA Tour as Homer did, but obviously made the move to live. He was one of those guys, particularly for me, looking at one of those who went and was like, oh, that is a bit of a... He was a loss because he was a future star. Yeah, he was one that could have really made his name on the PGA Tour. And so, same with Joaquim, I think. Yeah, the, obviously yeah, there, yeah. Is other, there is other guys and they, they took some more, but I think given the, form, given the form that Taylor Gooch is in at the moment, two, two wins, obviously didn't win in, in Tulsa, DJ did, but he... He's definitely a guy that I think I'm going to be looking at. A lot of people will be looking at yeah. to see how old is he going to play out yeah. just on on a course yeah. like this. Yeah. It's just yeah. if, if if one of them wins, man, it's just gonna it's gonna kick off big time. It is gonna yeah. The, the, it, though it also depends on who wins because if Brooks wins, I don't think it will. No, if if Brooks wins, it wouldn't be unexpected. And I think with Brooks winning, Brooks is for me, uh, he's he doesn't strike me as a massive kind of live spokesman. Like yeah, he's pl- he's playing he's playing on that tour because well, they're paying yeah. him a lot that's, money. That's it. Yeah. And if he wins, it's going to be like, yeah, I I've won because I'm. Yeah. Awesome. When it will be the other people, it'll be other people around him that will be doing the dirty when, work. Well, not the dirty, but when the talking and all that. When he lifts or if he lifts that trophy, he's going to be lifting that trophy in his Nike attire with no branding or anything on. Yeah. Compare that to someone like Patrick Reed. Patrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to be dressed up to or the Phil. nines in all yeah. of his, you know, team gear and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And there's a difference between how Brooks is going about yeah. coming and playing these majors, and then also the other live guys. I but you know, we'll we'll yeah. see. We'll see how I it think goes. I think uh, I think it'll I be interesting. I think you are right, Kieran. Though it, it'd be more the machinery around the players. Definitely, I think that you know who would like it, it, stir it. Yeah, yeah. Same, same with DJ as well. Like if DJ won, he'd. You know, he'd take the trophy, he'd go home, and he'd mm. get back in his boat. You know, mm. it'd be the the people around him, the the kind of live kind of machinery that would really kick into play. Definitely. So you know, we have got the best players. Come watch us, yada yada yada. Yep. So it's going to be interesting, and this is going to continue for the rest of this year as well, because you know the live players are in pretty much. Well, they're going to be in uh, the U.S. Open and the Open yeah. as well, with a chance to win. Uh, for me, like. Um, the fact that the live players are allowed to play has made me more excited about the majors. Like last year, or like last year and, and a few years before that, like I've not been as excited. But now I'm even more because I don't get to see them play every every so week. So coming together, you of know all what the I players. mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. What it used to be like. So I'm just it. It makes me really excited to watch it. T- to be honest, it's if if the if live had never happened and if the players if everyone was still on the PJ tour. I actually don't think it would be as exciting because no, no, it's, no. it's added a level of not anarchy is a strong word, but it, it certainly added a level of competition between tours that kind of wasn't there. Even hundred like percent, even on the DP World Tour, like if a DP World Tour player wins a major, chances are that he's also playing on the PGA Tour. Yeah, mm. yeah, you know, yeah. You know that I think a lot of DP World players are seen as international players mm. who can play yeah. kind of wherever. And there was never really that rivalry either. No, like no, sort of it, not no. rivalry, but like there's not I that sort no, of... No, like the, the Ryder Cup back in the day used to have that rivalry, but yeah. now players are seen as, you know, kind of yeah. international golfers. Yeah. Um, obviously, like the, the battle between DP World Tour and Liv, that's kind of hotting up recently. We'll probably cover that in another pod. 
Um, so yeah, I think he's added something to it. It's it's just like it's more storyline. It's mm, just something exactly, for yeah. people to hold on to and grab onto. Talking about holding on to, JT will be wanting to try and hold on to the cup. That was wow. quite good. Wow. Oh, that, was that was that was abrupt. Um, I don't know. That was, that was, it it came to me very quickly. You just Ooh. slammed on the dashboard and hit the brakes. There. Yeah, that was <laughs> fed up with it. I just wow. want to talk about something else. We now. have we have swung into JT Street. Right? Yeah, I want to go down well, Thomas. We're Avenue. talking about someone who is you know he's the defending champion and someone we haven't spoken about yet. Um, yeah, it's because his potting's been trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's really been talking about him at all. Like, so I mean, you both don't think there's much chances of the defence then. Uh, I, no. no but, okay. but let's be honest as well. But for the 2020, no one really predicted him to win that. No. And then he came through. So he, ha- but you know, with JT, he has those rounds where he can yeah. just go low, can't he? You yeah. Know, uh, oh, it's, and it's he's a major champ. You know. He's well, that, that's how he won last year. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He came from nowhere yeah. to win that. Exactly. Um, obviously, had a, a helping hand from a water hazard and Mito, but <laughs> oh, Mito, oh, Mito, Mito, Mito. I think with with JT, yeah, y- you are right. It, he is like a little bit streaky, you'd say. Like he has very good runs of form and then kind of disappears. Yeah. But the most troubling thing recently is it's mostly his putting. Yeah. And he's just not he's just not holding anything. I know he switched to aim point a little bit and does seem to be improving things on the green. Yeah. Um. But I'm yeah. I, I don't really fancy JT. But okay. You, you can never obviously never write yeah, never write these players yeah. off because they're amazing. Yeah, that, that 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 run of form could start this week. <laughs> like it, yeah, very yeah, true. It, it, let, let's be honest. If we're talking about a major a major player who likes an event, you know, Justin Thomas likes the USPJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he does. He just loves that massive trophy. He does. <laughs> the Wanamaker. The Wanamaker. <laughs> he's won, he's won it twice now. So see yeah. what happens. He's a boy. Yeah. Um, European chances. Who have we got? Uh, I well, I'm quite excited. Not in terms of, <laughs> not in terms of their chances. Um, yeah. I mean, minus obviously talking about uh, Rory and and stuff like that. I mean, Hatton's playing great at the minute. I feel like he could he can have a he could have a good week. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm excited about most is the names of guys that we don't usually see at majors, like Morong um, Morong and the Hoygards yeah. And Yannick Paul, who's playing well on the DP World Tour and currently in the Ryder Cup standings, is going in automatically at the minute. Um, Bobby McIntyre is playing this week. He's in. Um, well done. You, Francesco's in for you as well. He is, You're yes, right. he is. Um, it's just, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they play out. I mean, talking about guys that hit the ball really far, Nikolai whacks it a mile. Mm. You never know. Could, could, he seems like a guy that could be leading after round one. Like he'll put together like a like a three four a good, under yeah. a really good round, yeah. and then for the next three days shoot over. Like yeah, and yeah. That that's how I sort of vibe it out. But it's always nice to see how they, you know, how these guys play out in one of these fields. You know, these these are the best fields in the world. We're looking at a Ryder Cup year. I I think the Hoy guards are definitely in the conversation. Obviously, Moronk winning a couple of weeks ago in the Italian Open, which was great for me because it got him inside the top 50 and automatically into this week, which there we go. was uh, which was very, very nice. You're on lucky. the Ryder Cup so course lu- as well. So on the Ryder Cup course, yeah. So, you know, obviously other bigger names. I'm, I'm going to mention Tommy Fleetwood. I'm going to mention Shane Lowry. I'm going to mention Victor Hovland. You know, these are guys that I wouldn't be surprised who weren't up there. Lowry's got the short game around there. Has he got the other long tee off the tee game at the minute? Probably not. Yeah. 
Tom. He's, he's straight though. Yeah, he, he will keep it on the fairway. Yeah, he'll keep it on the fairway. He's quite. He's not quite sort of there at the minute. He's obviously he he moved on from Bo, and I'm not even sure he's on the bag for him now. But there's that partnership still hasn't really sort of developed into anything. Tommy's in good form as 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 good a form that Tommy can be in. He always is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but this is better than usual. Tommy <laughs> is always in good form. Like I would, I I, I give up and internal organ to see Tommy <laughs> win a major. Oh, wow. Like, I really would. I would. Like, I, I'm not sure what. Like Obviously, I could lose a kidney. Yeah, um, I was going to say, kidney's <laughs> the one in it. Appendix. Like, nobody needs that. Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe a portion of my liver because I can grow that back. But, like, it's just... <laughs> I, 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 I would just love him to see win one. And you know what? I think if he... If he won one, he would be like a universally popular oh, be winner yeah. as well. Yeah. Like talking about crowds. They take to the streets. Talking about crowds rooting for a player. Yeah. Like the New York crowd would take to him just so instantly. Well. Yeah. Because he's he's just such a such a likable guy. He's incredibly hard to root against him. But he just he just oh, that take, yeah. what's he gonna do to take that next level? Yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick as well. Didn't mention him. Oh, you know what? I was really hoping that you won't mention him before oh. we got to our picks. Oh, we'll get on, yeah. we'll get on, we'll get on to him in a moment. Oh, teaser. Um, Hatton is a decent outside shout. Yeah, I, I like Hatton this week. I like Hatton this week. Um, I think with yeah, Jason Day, we've kind of mentioned the rest of the world, Adam Scott. I mean, you've got Joaquin Neiman, who I think is still a great player. Yeah, there's also... Um, I don't know what form he's been in. Well, no idea. Just looking at... I know, I don't know what his form is either, but looking at um, previous champions and previous, like, um, leaderboards, Louis Eustazen has always been up there. Yeah, I don't know, there's such a, such a rogue one because he's not been playing very well at the moment, but... He's al- he, he was always up there, like, though, wasn't he? he when yeah, he, was he was the yeah. premium ball yeah. striker that he was, yeah. which... You know, he he still can be, but ever, ever since he won kind of his open, like he's been such a consistent player. He's been an incredibly consistent player, always at the top of the major leaderboard. Who never challenged. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, bit of a <laughs> bit of an oversight. He did challenge for a few, but like he was always up there. But he never felt like he was going to charge through a field. Yeah. And like take one by the scruff. Yeah. Of the neck. yeah. It, it, to be honest, a little bit like Tommy at the moment. You, like, yeah. you feel he's always going to be up there, but he's going to need a lot to go his way. Yeah. Like I think I think <laughs> you have to look at Asia. I think for the best rest of the world chances, like Sungjae and Siwoo Kim, I think are guys that could do well this week. Again, Siwoo coming off a top five finish last week, good around the greens. Just the putting, the putting is going to be the problem for him. Mm. Um, Sungjae, I think is, he, uh, he is won last week in yeah, Korea. Yeah, just went and played on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, well, say no one. He just went and played in Asia and won. Honestly, I I get the feeling if he's not playing a PJ Tour event, he just like literally types into Google (laughs) tour event this week. Nearest golf tournament near me. Whatever comes up, he's there. Love that. That's brilliant. He he just loves to play. I think he said like if he doesn't play, he doesn't know what to do during the week. Wow. That's um, great. So there you go. Coming Coming off a win, albeit against... Whatever the field was you that he played no, against, but you have no idea the strength of that field. I don't. I wouldn't know how many world ranking points he got. <laughs> <laughs> more than Dustin Johnson got. More than yeah. Live, yeah. He, right. Here's the thing. So, I am getting more world rank. I got more world ranking points for missing a cut in a Euro Pro event than Taylor Gooch has for right. Like so six times so this year. <laughs> incredible field that you played in. Just, just, just imagine that. If I play, if I was the third tier technically, of European golf, <laughs> I got rewarded world ranking points for playing crap. 
Don't diminish your greatest achievement in golf. There is, <laughs> there is something. There is definitely something wrong with the world ranking system. If I could do that, anyway, that is another story for another day. Um, so, talk about our picks now. We'll get on to our team. So, what we've done this year is us three and Mick. We've picked four players, um, and the way that the scoring system works is if they make the cut. So, let's say. For me, example, John Rahm uh, at the Masters, he's on my team. I got one point, whereas Francesco <laughs> missed the cut. So I got the amount of points awarded was the amount of players who yeah. missed the cut. Fif- that 52. 52. 52. Um, and we'll kind of display all the teams here. So what we're going to do is we won't – our picks for this week, we can't pick somebody who's it's on, on our team. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. you can't pick Brooks – because I mean, naturally, you—that's why you pick them anyway. Well, they are your picks, I've but I want someone different. I've got my first pick and my second pick and my third pick. Wow. What is who you thought? Well, my third. Uh, obviously, I, I the, the only issue with my um, my four people is that one of them it was Will Zalatoris. <laughs> uh, he unfortunately got injured. Um, He's out for the season. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Yep. So I, I I need to pick a new player. Yeah. So you yeah. need to well, on. You'll have to pick someone um, imminently. But yeah. And, well, and this George, George will come to that at the end because y- you can do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but we'll he's my. Yeah. We'll, we'll come to that at the end because uh, we've discussed that he has to be outside the top 25 players because originally we were allowed no substitutions, but he's moaned about it that much that we had to give him a buy. But this is so yeah. the player has to be outside the top 25 and. He's going to take a full miscut points reduction from uh, add add adduction. No, is it add, uh, added on points added on Mr. Cut. Yeah, you're going to take an extra miscut. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> good good word. words. Good, well good word usage. Thank, well thank good God job. This is not like a, a podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll come to that uh, at the end, so we can get all our teams sorted out. But major picks outside our teams, like I mentioned. Okay. Yes. Matt. Fitzpatrick, shockingly overlooked, in my opinion. Yeah. Like we are talking about the reigning US Open champion. We are talking about somebody who literally won a few weeks ago on the PJ Tour at an elevated event, mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about him. Now, I know his form hasn't been like consistently amazing, but it, it has something to do with the fact that he is still massively underrated. It really. I is. don't know what it is like. It, it it's. I think part of it is that he's not like a loud guy. Yeah, that's uh, he's yeah. very very quiet. Isn't he's he? very quiet, very reserved. Goes about his business. I think it's the fact that he's obviously relatively small in stature, <laughs> physically. Yeah, like physically. If if you if Brooks enters the room with his personality and his you know <laughs> head. Is massive ego. When he gets it through the door, and his massive arms. When he walks into <laughs> when he walks into a room, like he has a certain amount of presence. Now, in my opinion, like a lot of people overlook Fitzpatrick because he doesn't have that same kind of charisma. Yeah, because yeah, no, uh, he's yeah. just he, he's just like a he's an, sketches. He's a, yeah, he's an ultimate <laughs> professional. I absolutely love his game, and I think he is shockingly overlooked at times. You so do like Fitzpatrick, don't you? No, I, th- I think for me, just his. His work ethic, the way he goes about, the way he goes about everything, the way he's changed his game, because he knew he was kind of falling behind a little bit as far as distance goes. He's an incredible putter. Yeah, he, he's just he's got 
fantastic attributes, and yeah, I really like I really like the way he plays, and I think he's got a great chance. I like that. Yeah, okay. I, it's it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds really good. Do you want to do you want to go second, mate? Uh, I can do. Um, I think you should go second, Jake. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm gonna I've need I'm gonna need my laptop because I've I've got mine. I've got mine. I've got some notes. My mine will be Jason Day. Yours will uh, be Jason yeah, Day. Yeah, mine's gonna be Jason Day. And he's gonna go in your team as well. No, he's not gonna go on my team. Oh wow! No, he's not gonna go on my team. He's not gonna go on my team because he's also like 14th in the world now. So he's out. I can't uh, pick him. He's not that high. Wait, oh no, sorry, he's 20th. He's yeah. 20th. Right. <laughs> 20th. Okay. Love yeah. it. No, he's 20th. Oh my god, I hate that for you. Oh my god. Apparently yeah. Who's so gonna pair? Yeah. <laughs> so but no, Jay- Jason, Jason Day. Day okay. Jason Day. I'm gonna go. I for mean, him. it's a good pick. It's a good yeah. pick. Who's your pick gonna be? Um, my pick is based on stats. It's, right. packed. it's based on data. <laughs> it's based on <laughs> analytics. It's based on sweat and grind right. to work this out. So Jacob's gone all Cambridge Analytica honors, and he's <laughs> basically got. A raft of stats. Now, we did this for the Masters, and I think rather unnervingly, um, we netted out that Patrick Cantley had the best chance of winning. Yeah. And really nerve-wrackingly, he was up there for three days. (laughs) He was there. He was there. And Slowly, but there. (laughs) And Jacob got like, I, I would say a lot of, not exactly hate, but a lot of people cursing him for picking Patrick Cantley because they thought they get you gave him an extra chance of winning <laughs> and he was just there tappy tap tap tappy tap tap two minute pre-shot routine almost to a green jacket and I think people well. lost their minds yeah. so well hopefully I can pick someone a bit more favourable if at the end of these stats you net out of Patrick Cantley I think that's it <laughs> I, think, I think we shut down the that would be quite funny wouldn't it it wouldn't, it wouldn't I can't put it with Patrick that Cantley no it's not Patrick Cantley I will okay. spo- I will spoil that already everybody stay tuned you're, all, you're okay don't so turn off and burn your phone we up. are <laughs> okay you ready Hills. so it was a lot easier with Augusta because naturally they're returning to a course that you can you know, you can see how people play around it. Obviously, now we're going to a different course every time with the PGA Champ, unless it was from previous years. Now, going back again to 2013 was when the course, as we've mentioned, was very different. So we're we're almost coming to a brand new golf course, essentially. But there's some stuff that I've, you know, I've tried to work in both in course relation and also PGA Champions in the past. So in the last 10 winners, nine of them, are in the top 20, uh, top 30, sorry, going into the week, okay? Players in the world. Players in the world, okay. official golf world rankings. I will uh, prefix this by saying that live golfers aren't involved in this, and that's no bias from me. It's just a fact that it, you couldn't you know, find the any stats. there's no stats on them, and you know the, the world rankings are slightly fluctuating. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. That's fine. So moving on from that, eight of the last 10 winners have had a top five finish in their six prior PGA Tour events to, okay. the, to the PGA Championship. Okay, got you. So I've gone, found the top 30, found who fits into that. I've removed the Zurich Classic out of it because it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Four some four balls, playing as a pair, don't really matter. On top of that, eight of the last 10 winners have had a top 20 finish in their last two starts. Okay. Okay. So, you know, those two kind of merge fairly well but you know i've tried to try to keep it keep see what what i could find 
And then also, nine of the ten previous winners have had a previous top 20 at the PGA Championship. So playing into the fact that being up around the top of the leaderboard has played out well for them. They've got some experience. This is a thick sieve. Yeah, it's, a, it's a thick sieve. Yeah, very but thick this, is, this, is, this is the stuff that I need to go into. Wow, okay. So... After going through, after sieving through. <laughs> okay, so you've, you've sieved all the PGA plays through. Yep, I've got 11 names. And in your bowl, yep. who has been, who's left? Who's left is, as you could imagine, John Rahm. Yep. Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm. Patrick Cantlay. Oh. Maybe it is going to be him. Maybe, okay. maybe it's Kerbal. Uh, Xander Shoffley. Yeah. Jordan Spieth, but yeah. could, uh, could cross him off. Yeah, yeah. Might not play. Tony Finau. Mm-hmm. Tyrrell Hatton. Sung Im, Jason Day. Hideki Matsuyama. And Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Okay. I, I, I like Corey Connors. Yeah. So I like Corey Connors. After going through all of that, I thought, well, let's see actually data stats-wise, playing-wise, what plays out best on PGA Championships. In particular, what can I find from previous years at Oak Hill? Okay. Greens in reg is a big one. So if you go back to 2003 when Sean McKeel won, he was sixth. <laughs> <laughs> he was sick. Dark days. Yeah, yeah. Dark days for the PGA. He was sick in greens in reg after that week. Okay. The runner-up, uh, Michael Campbell. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. He was first. Put some respect. Sorry. on New Zealand's say, best as I, name. As, oh my as I as I said it, it didn't sound right in my head. But so he was first in greens in reg after that week. And where did he win his major? Michael Campbell. Uh, I don't know. Where Minus number two. Also, with Donald lost his arm. Oh, he's gonna win. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> In 2013, Jason Duffner was third in greens in reg of that week. Furyk, who finished second, was sixth. And the top two of the senior majors that have been held there, one was like 2018, one was 2020 or something like that. The guys who have come in the top two have also finished in the top six of greens in reg. So naturally at Oak Hill, greens in reg is big. Okay, so how are we going to use that stat to further sieve the ball? Further sieving is done by... Uh, looking at the top 30 play or the top 30 on the PGA Tour season this year for greens in reg. Okay. And that has sieved out Jason Day, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Corey Connors, John Rahm, and Scotty Scheffler. So they're left. Corey they're left. Connors are still right. in there. Still wow. in there, yeah. He's an iron yeah, striker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, there's still six names there. I need to sieve out more. Let's keep I need sieving. to keep okay. grinding out some names. So I've looked at um, tee to green and I've looked at uh, off the tee. Now, I looked at Tita Green because six of the nine previous winners of the PJ Champs have been in the top four for that. Obviously. Tita Green, important. So I did some sieving, and it didn't sieve anyone out. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a hole still, in the sieve. There's okay. still, the, in looking in the top 30 on the tour It's more of a colander you use. Yeah, I've, I've just basically poured it through. And Love it's it. okay. Nothing's helped. So I've, you know, but needed to see what happened. I looked at Off the Tee. Off the Tee has done some help for me. Interesting. So looking at the guys that are in the top 30 on the PGA Tour this year, that has left Scheffler Rahm, surprise, shock, shock, Corey Connors, Tony Finau, and Jason Day. Corey Connors. Corey Connors is still there. Still there. So now I've uh, got through all of that. Now I've kind of had to go off book, off piece a little bit and try and work out what, what I think is going to be important. And we've spoken about the bunkers this week. We've spoken yep. about... You know, if getting in them is going to be tricky, I think bunker play is going to be really important this week. Okay. So, I use sand saves because wow. making pars is going to be important. Oh. I think the way it's going to play out this week, I don't think it's going to be a big score. I think you're going to need to make pars. That's going to be important. So, looking at sand saves on the PGA Tour this year, in the top 30, there are two players that remain on that list. Oh, please let it be Corey yeah. Connors. And their names is Jason Day... 
and Tony Finau. Oh. So, oh Corey, Corey Connors has been knocked off. Now, I'm going to say right now, he is 100% an outsider for me. Like I'm going to put, yeah, Corey I'm gonna put Connors, him out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing that, in terms of all these metrics I've gone through, the only thing that lets him down is the sand saves. Right. So, you know, take yeah. that as you will, but he's, I think you can get him for like 80 to 1 at the minute. So he's, he's, yeah. he's there or thereabouts. Yeah. So... I got to a point now where I was like, how much more sieving can I really do? Like, I'm, do I need to keep trying to find anything or shall I just kind of level, let's have a look at all of those stats and see between Tony Finau and Jason Day, who ranks out better? Okay. And that's what I've done. So in greens in reg, Tony Finau was 14th, Jason Day's 24th. Mm-hmm. That's 1-0 to Finau. Yeah. Tita Green, Finau was 3rd, Jason Day's 12th. It's 2-0 to Finau. Wow. Off the tee, Finau was 24th, Day is 25th. That's 3-0 to Finau. My word, this is a rout. Uh, <laughs> ball striking, 10th for Finau, 14th for Day. That's 4-0. And, uh, like Peterborough versus Sheffield Windsor. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. And we got to the point now where I'm looking at it. Oh, and Sand saves. Finau is 21st. Jason Day is 23rd. That's 5-0 Finau. Wow. So a battery. right here, so. right now, I am putting my stake, my flag, into Mr. Tony Finau, thank you very wow. much. Has won in the last it couple of weeks. Won in Mexico. Yeah, okay. Hold off John Rahm. He's going to have to probably do it again. On top of that, he ranks sixth over the last five years on par 70 courses, which this is what this is playing at over the last five years. He's 28th in approaches from 175 to 200 yards, and he's 25th in approaches from 125 to 150 yards, which is what the most likely approaches and two holes is going to be. So, wow. Tony Finau, here we go. That is some stunning research, that. Ooh. That, that sieve got, how many sieves did you use there? Like I got seven through, sieves. I got through. That's like few. one of those multi-sieve packets you buy at Aldi, just like there's yeah. 64 sieves in there, like all of different well, you sizes. Know the sieve, yeah, it got smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, then it got to a point. That last sieve was tiny. Yeah. Just to fit those two in there. I, wow. wonder, I wonder who's got Tony Finau in their, like, picks. Would that be you? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> of what course, a surprise. of course. Wow, so Tony Finau. I mean, listen, if you are looking at a player to make the step up and win a major that haven't already, yeah, like he's he's in there. He's um, going to be. I think um, for a PGA it. Championship as well, that lends itself nicely as is in terms of a guy that hasn't won one yet. But it's I like the worst one. <laughs> it's basically yeah. what you just said. Yeah. But I've picked a <laughs> I've picked a guy that I think is universally liked so if he does if this helps him in any way i'm sure the people will be imagine, a lot happier imagine wow. the scene. jason day for you mate yeah, yeah. imagine yeah, yeah. the scenes you know he, he cries quite a lot you know imagine the scenes <laughs> when he cries at the the the, uh, the mexico compared to now winning a major compared to what, what we're gonna need we need blooming buckets buckets <laughs> coming down to him did he actually cry in Mexico? Nope. No. Did he? No. 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 On, no. Honestly, I think he held it together. That Netflix documentary. I, I I honestly think he rang himself dry. Like yeah, he's got nothing he's got left. Nothing left. He is an arid desert right now. Yeah. <laughs> like he's cool. He's calculated. Yeah. He's aquifery. I would also, you know, like to make a mention to Tommy because if I didn't, then I feel like I'd be doing him a disservice. And I, you know, he's. 
in terms of when I was looking at the stats, the only thing that really let him down through that like first couple of metrics of like top ten finishes, previous top, he hasn't had a top twenty at the PGA Championship, which mm. actually surprised me. I think his best is T twenty nine in twenty twenty. Yeah, but that was the only thing letting him down. He got through quite. He got through a couple of sieves. He got through a couple. Yeah. But at the minute, T to green, he's ranking ninth around the green. He's fifth. Sand saves. He's thirty first. He's after mate, last three mate, just after yes, last three just, starts, he's gained strokes off the tee and approach play. You just he's got T five go. and T fifteen in his last two starts. Gotta let it go, man. Tommy, it's fine. You you were on the chopping board. You sieved him out, and now you're trying to put him back in the stew. We have a perfect Tony Finau sauce on the table. There's let's just leave it at that. No need to wipe <sighs> anybody else. It's a little in. like Fleetwood's the croutons to put in the soup. He's the nice little taster. Yeah, we got know. a soup. We got a stew. Now we got a female soup. That's what I'm having it as. Wow. I've made a female <laughs> soup. Female soup. Okay. Female soup. Here we go. I've done a lot of blending <laughs> and a lot of sieving. We have. Wow. We have found out. Um, we have found out who's going to be. So yeah, there's your winner. Well, well done, mate. Really, that was very, very good. Very good. Thank that, you. That was. That was a lot of info it's taken. Yeah, I know that can be sometimes quite difficult to listen to, but I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) And it's like an hour and ten in, you're like, you're winding down. It's like, wow. It's like, wow. And then you just like jacked up on stats. Yeah. It's one of them is, I don't know if you got, but I love that stuff. So, and I'm sure, hopefully there's a couple of guys out there that do as well. I, I, I like listening to it. Like numbers aren't my forte, so no, no, so if someone does the work for you, then yeah. I'm, I'm not a big sieve guy. I okay. like I like, my, I like chunky stuff. You know what I mean? You like chunky soup, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always love do you like orange soup. juice with pulp in? Yeah, you do. Yeah, Are you yeah. a pulp. I'm yeah. not a pulp guy. See, I need, pulp I need guy. my sieve in. Yeah, I never sieve the pulp. To be honest, I wouldn't even have orange juice. I just have the orange. I won't even peel it. <laughs> <laughs> I want the zest. <laughs> you just bite it like an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not how you do it? No, same with bananas. Have it all. Um, so, wow. after, after that insight into our culinary e- exploits, I think it's almost time to say goodbye. Um, we have, uh, if you have been listening to the podcast in a while, um, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, we have recently reached 10,000 subscribers. Uh, if you are listening to this and you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. If you're watching this and you haven't followed us on your favorite podcast provider, now is the time, goddammit. But this is just to give you a little bit of a leeway. We have a giveaway coming for the Rough Cut YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed, you need to be a subscriber to be in it to win it. You are going to want to be in it to win it because if you do win it, you are going to be in it. And what I mean by in it is your happy place because it's going to be a fantastic prize. <laughs> How many times has In It said then? Uh, Don't know. No idea. Oops. Oh my God. Is that everything? Have we wrapped up everything? Uh, Do we I need to remind people no, of our major picks? or? Yeah, there was one Do Which one? one of oh, oh yeah, you'd pick. Oh yeah, oh, no, you've already said it, haven't you? I oh no, you've not. No, I've not said no. My God, I'm wow. so sorry everybody. I had Jason Day in my mind, but you refused to pick no, him. I can't pick him. I can't pick him. Okay, Kieran, I apologise. We're displaying our teams here for the majors. Yeah. who are you going to add? Um, so I'm going to add, there's there's two players that I had in mind, and it was uh, Shane Lowry right. and Dustin Johnson. Now I, th- I think he's gone Shane. The way he backed him when I said, oh, he hits it straight. He now, hits it straight. Oh, no, Dustin. You are going to go full live, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you are, aren't I, you? Honestly, I'm so torn. I'm so torn between it because I had a look at what um, where DJ is. He's 80, like 84th in the world. Um, he's rubbish now. Yeah, he's rubbish <laughs> now. Um, whereas uh, J- uh, um, Shane Lowry is like thirtieth. So I'm, I'm so torn, and I don't know what to do. But I'm gonna go with the Irish. 
I'm going to get the Irish out of me. It's just a nepotism. I'm yeah. going to go with the Irish and I'm going to bit uh, Shane Lowry in my team. I'll be honest, I would have gone with DJ. Come on, Shane. I mean, DJ, Dave, honestly. David has just looked over in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but David, they've got the Opens coming up, everything. Like, no, you've you got to think bigger picture, David. Exactly, bigger picture. Like, no, you have to think bigger picture outside the Emerald Isle. Right. You've, nah, you've Nat, he's, right, he's no, you've right. They said it. I've gone, gone for that, but also my team so name was like four Americans in a pod. So now it's like three Americans and an Irishman in a pod. Yeah, it's true. Three in a bed, and the little one said Shane Lowry. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Exactly right. So uh, yeah, he's my pick. In, in all fairness, though, like I, as much as I want to win this little uh, competition, I would love to see Shane. Yeah, yeah no, that would be majors, great. So. That would be great. Yeah, that would be good. Um, right. Well, here we are then. We have come to the climax of the podcast. It is the second major of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. So if you haven't already cleared your diary, if you live in the UK or Europe for Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday evening, make sure you do so now because it is going to be wonderful. I am sensing potentially one of the greatest USPGA championships in living memory. Golfers from across the world will go head to head and battle it out on a classic design which has been brought back to its full strength and majesty. Who will be crowned <laughs> champion come Sunday night? We do not know. But I'm glad that you've spent this time with us to preview the USPGA. Please, if you haven't already, follow us on your favorite podcast provider. We're on social media and on YouTube. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> see ya. See you later. Bye-bye. Come on, some, some classic music to like players out there, like proper cheesy. Yeah. Like, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Not even. Mean.